0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Encourage Life podcast. This is Chris Cirillo and I'm with my lovely wife, Justine. Hello. We are excited to chat with you guys today about something that has been top of mind for us um, over the last year that we've worked hard to really um, try to wrap our minds around and to... um, start to put into place in our own lives and have started to see a tremendous amount of fruit from it. We shared a little bit about it on social media um, last week, um, just our thoughts. And uh, well, it was last week, as we're recording this, um, probably several weeks, maybe a couple weeks or two weeks um, or more before you guys will hear this um, from when we were talking about it. But we got a lot of positive feedback and a lot of people that were really interested in what we were doing. So we thought we would talk more in depth about it here. And that is, uh, this idea of weekly rhythms and a weekly family business meeting that we run. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what is that all about?
1: Well, we just wanted to create a space where we could make sure that we're on the same page, like week to week. And, um, also know that we're going towards kind of the, um, vision that God has put on our hearts for our family and, um, that we're carrying out the mission that he's given us every single week. And, So it's just become really intentional time on Sunday evenings where we chat about what the week and sometimes couple weeks ahead looks like. Um, And there's like a few things that we specifically talk about, but as a general, it's just um, what does our week look like? Where are different things going to fit within our week Um, that are like our priorities basically or like the things that we value that we want to make sure we're putting time towards, um, on a weekly basis. And so, yeah, we just set aside time. It can be just like a quick 10 minute sync up, but for us, it usually ends up being a little bit longer than that because we're talking about ideas that we have for, um, some of the projects that we're working on. as well as talking about training opportunities for our kiddos and how that's going. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> it's just been something that's been really life-giving, I would say, for our family um, and helped us to just connect, be intentional about connecting on a multitude of levels like or on a different level. Points that we want to be super intentional about connecting on and not having that have to be like date night conversation and having date night be just more connecting heart to heart, talking about what God's teaching us personally. Um, but we're not having to hash out like kiddo. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to say it in like a positive light, like kiddo challenges opportunities for growth or (laughs) training I guess opportunities um that we're not having to like work through all of that stuff during a date night date night can be more like decompressing enjoyable um doing something like fun or or just silently putting together a puzzle like we did the other night
0: (laughs) yeah I think there's a heart behind all of this that um or i guess a a foundation behind all of this too and we like anybody can just like have a joint calendar with their spouse and keep track of their like
1: different commitments
0: commitments yeah and they're like you know we did that for many years and so like that's not that's not something that's hard um but that misses the point. Um, and for us, we have um really attempted in the last probably twelve to eighteen months to completely transform the way that we live uh into an intentional uh seven-day rhythm. And this is something that we learned from our mentors um and the team over at Family Teams, and it's really kind of the They, they, I would say, well, Jesus and scripture is like the backdrop for this whole conversation. Um, but our friends over there at family teams are the ones that really have kind of like, uh, birthed this idea of, um, bringing back the seven day rhythm. And what we've really tried to do, um, in light of, uh, some leadership from our mentors and process that we've gone through is just institute that in our, in our family. And what that really looks like is for us to um, be able to pick out all of the big rocks, all of the most important things in our family. And I'd say that probably there's not a single person listening. And if you are one of those that like know, shame, condemnation, whatever, but there's probably not someone that's listening that hasn't heard of that whole, like, you know, put the big rocks into your bucket first and then the little pebbles Mm -hmm. and then finish with the sand. Otherwise, if you do the sand, you can't even fit all the big rocks, right? And it's just this metaphor for like all the little things in your day or in your life that you, um, allow in that take up all this space, this mindless margin, that then takes away from what's most important in your life. And the problem is, is that there's never really been any tools provided to marriages to be able to do this better. And so one of the tools that was important for us was crafting an ideal week. And what we really did is we just took a calendar, seven days, and we, or uh, a spreadsheet actually is what we did it on. And you marked yeah, out all true. the hours of the day, every half hour. And basically, you just put on that paper in each day, every hour, even if there's like six hours where you're not doing anything on Saturday or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. block out what would your perfect week as a couple look like? Like if knowing you have to work, you got to make a paycheck, you have a job, maybe you love it, maybe you hate it, whatever all those things are, there's requirements. So put those in and then craft an ideal week. And for us... This includes the time that we spend with couples that we really want to pour into and people that we love and and friends and family that we want to have over for dinner and like all of these different moving pieces that are really valuable to us, our church community and our work, obviously, and um, intentional time with our kids and the things we do as a family. Put all the big blocks in, craft your perfect ideal week, and then the reality is is you're not going to have that ideal week Every week, And you probably won't have it most weeks, but it's really easy then for you once you have that to identify how you make decisions for the week ahead in that business meeting. Because the questions that we have are shaped around those big rocks, like where is um, Justine going to have mama time alone away from the kids and yeah. to be able to refresh and rejuvenate. And where are we going to have someone over for dinner um, to really uh, enjoy community in our home around the table? And where are we going to spend time with people that we might be um, trying to build relationships with and pour into from like a discipleship standpoint or whatever the the things are? Um, Our Sabbath dinner, all that stuff gets put in. And we have to then figure out, with the week ahead, how close can we get to that ideal week and how do we accomplish all the things that just have to be done or that we want to get done. Yeah. Um, and really, this goes even a layer further, and I think we're going to probably do a podcast on this soon. Um, and we've got some resources on our site. The first thing we would recommend any couple to do is to actually... Um, craft a vision for your family and um, identify a mission and a mission statement and pillars for your family that help you actually move towards that every day and week and month and year. Um, Because once you identify what you're moving towards, then you can actually craft that week in its ideal form and then your weekly meetings are kind of the check-in point where you're mm-hmm. doing the the regular decision-making and the kind of corrections and the assessment and the talking through the tough stuff and praying together and all the things to try to keep you moving in the right course. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think that's been really, uh, like you said, foundational for us is knowing... Where God has um, asked us to put our time and energy, and then um, that allows us also to say no to things. If we're like, "Hey, you know what? That's a really cool opportunity, um, but that's not for us," and like our family is on a different mission. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because I think otherwise it's just easy to get swayed by really good opportunities. I mean, we just had someone the other day reach out about a really cool opportunity. And it was really like, um, I don't know, just like honoring of them to think of us. Um, But we know that that's just not what God has called our family to be doing. And so we just said, you know, that's we're really excited for you guys, but that's just not for us. And um we we even mentioned this too like that had it been a couple years ago we might have like wanted to jump on the opportunity because it is a really exciting opportunity but and we and because we didn't have direction um we hadn't prayed about what really god was calling our family to or really evaluated like the skills and the desires that god has put on each of our hearts um Yeah. That's what I would add. I think.
0: Yeah. So practically, you know, we, um, we actually, some people Sabbath on Saturday, uh, we Sabbath and we do our Sabbath dinner on Saturday night and through Sunday night. And so basically we end our Sabbath and our rest with then planning Mm -hmm. what the next seven days look like. And so we'll sit down and the kids will have just gone to bed and Sometimes, uh, you know, I've got some whiskey and sometimes I don't, (laughs) you know, it's like it's just kind of a a time for us to relax and kind of roll up our sleeves and um, just dig into some stuff that might have gotten overlooked for the week or or maybe we were just had on autopilot, which is okay if you plan for the week then it allows you to be more on autopilot during the week because you just kind of already have it set. And autopilot means you're just executing on what is like, think of like autopilot in what it actually is. Like autopilot is deciding on a course, um, based on an end destination, setting the track to go in that direction very carefully. And, so that's kind of how it is for us and I think I've used this metaphor with you guys before but in the military if you are using a compass and you're doing like land navigation you're walking through the forest trying to find your way to one of the uh the uh, objective points that you're trying to trying to find and you have you're supposed to go like let's just make it really simple and easy you're supposed to go 360 degrees due north and so you've got that compass perfectly lined up and you're walking But if you get one degree off and you walk for like 10 or 15 steps while you're one degree off with your compass just slightly turned, it's not going to make a big difference. But if you're one degree off for like a kilometer, you know, um, then you're going to be absolutely nowhere near um, the objective point you're trying to find. And so for us, it's like we want to be making those one degree adjustments every week and then allowing ourselves to be on autopilot to just execute the plan um, for the week. I don't know if that's a good way to kind of describe it. No,
1: I think that's great.
0: Um, But we'll sit down, we'll talk about, Justine mentioned a bunch of these, but who are we having over for dinner? Like, when do we record this podcast? Because some of that changes. We usually only have a night or two, sometimes three, depending on if it's a light week, but where we can have people over for dinner. So we're trying Mm -hmm. to like move the puzzle pieces around and figure out which day that's going to be. And if it aligns with people that we're trying to spend more time with and, um, how all is that function? Um, Justine usually has a laundry list of house projects for me that <laughs> she brings to the meeting. That
1: Chris loves. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not, he's grown a lot in his, um, handyman skills since we've bought this house. Um, and, It's cool to see like the things that he does now that, um, two years ago when we moved in, he would have been like, Nope, we just need to hire somebody for that. (laughs) But he's getting more, I think, confident in just like, no, we can figure that out or, but
0: it's definitely not my thing.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't choose to do it if you didn't love me very much. Yeah.
0: I would. Or if we were just ridiculously wealthy. I would outsource everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also good for the kids training opportunities, but yep. she usually has a, a list of house projects. Um, you know, we go over the budget, uh, we check in, like when are we going to have a date night? When does Which she I get think her the mom budget break? thing
1: is big? Cause I think, well, we talked about this in a past episode about I just like talking about yeah. finances with your spouse. But, and so that's just been super helpful for us to make sure that we're on the same page going towards the um, vision that we have for for our finances, yeah. not just vision for how we spend our time as a family, but also how we spend our money as a family and where we, we're wanting that to go long-term.
0: Yeah, and I think that's... I mean, that's really important because we talk about this like you know, uh, compass and the, the degree that you want to shoot or like in the army, it's called an azimuth, but like you want to be going in this direction. Um, and you want your resources going in a direction as well, alongside your family mission, uh, and the vision you have for your family over the next 20 or 30 or 50 years. But if we're not really careful with that, then like our money will be on its own path. And we'll be trying to go a different direction and there's going to be tension points Mm -hmm. and your family then won't be able to execute on that if you have that. So one thing like a simple budget and going over it every week to Mm -hmm. check in has been really key. When we don't do that, we struggle. When we do do that, we do a really, really good job at resourcing our mission Mm -hmm. and staying within our means and all the important things. And, what happens when you set a budget and when you talk about it each week, hopefully look at it a couple times a week is it opens up all sorts of margin for you to be able to actually follow what God's calling your family to do. Something that we struggled with for a long time, um, because I was in a really, really good paying job mm-hmm. and we felt the Lord was calling us to make a change. And so we made that change in faith. Um, and it's been an incredible change. But, you know, in the process, I actually took a 60 percent pay cut Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't be able to be like um, operating our family towards what God's called us to if we weren't being really intentional with our resources and like where basically every dollar is going. Yeah. And so, you know if you're not having those meetings, you're not checking in on all of life to include your finances. Like how are you putting yourself in a position to be ready for whatever God asks you to do? And, and this isn't to toot our horn or anything like that. Cause it took us <laughs> a while to put ourselves in a position where we are like, okay, I think we actually are set up and ready to like yeah. make a move that we feel God calling us to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but just an encouragement, like, if you don't have a budget, if you're not stewarding your finances really, really well, you might actually just be stepping on your own toes and getting in the way of something really, really cool that God is trying to walk you into. Yeah. Um, so a couple other questions we ask, uh, just how can we can pray for each other, how we can support each other throughout the week, if there's any unconfessed sin, conflict, or hurt that we need to resolve. And I think that one's key, and ask it every single week. What you'll find is that most every week there's nothing to talk about if you have a really like open communication in your marriage mm-hmm. but there will be times where stuff will surface, and it's really important when it does,
1: like how I cried about wallpaper last night. <laughs>
0: I mean, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but <laughs> um she is six months pregnant and uh, a little more emotional than normal, but yeah. you know we're just um. Trying to do an at home kind of remodel of our bedroom that like we're doing ourselves and
1: just kind of spruce it up a bit.
0: Yeah. Painting that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we got a new bed that we've had an eye on for like eight years. And (laughs) we've never had a proper bed, you know, we just had like, you know, bed frame mattress kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh we were just uh roughing it and uh (laughs) (laughs) so we finally got like a a nice bed frame and everything and painting the walls and doing the wallpaper and um the wallpaper may or may not actually work out and <laughs> what i found through this family meeting and through yeah. asking the hard questions uh was that the whole scheme of the room was actually built around the wallpaper so they
1: You guys, I found the most perfect wallpaper on Etsy, and I love it so much. (laughs) And Chris was like, well, I had this plan for how I was going to do it. It wasn't going to be like a whole wall or anything. But then once we got the bed in there, we were like, well, there's not going to be enough room to do the plan. And so then we were like, well, we're not. Well, Chris was like, we're not doing wallpaper then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I was
1: like, but that was like my whole, it was just well, like. Well, that's not entirely like,
0: true. I did say <clears throat> we're not, I'm not going to do a wall of wallpaper because I will probably ruin it and it'll waste a bunch of money in the process. <laughs> so I'm going to hire somebody that can do it well to yeah. do it. But that was still meltdown status, even with that. Um, not full blown meltdown, but just like her heart was, in a different place than what I thought it was in regards to something that could be really simple. Um, and so it allowed us to get on the same page with like something that we had not communicated with each other well about. Um, we knew what we were doing, but we didn't know like why we were doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, and we weren't on the same page with that. And so helped us really kind of like adjust course. Um, so check in and then, you know, anything that you're just dreaming about, like, do you have stuff that you've been thinking about that you just really want to do? Is there, you know, a passion in your heart right now? Um, and this question too, you know, most weeks, uh, we've already talked about all this stuff and we're working together on things like this podcast and other ministry work and writing, but sometimes there's something that pops up and Mm -hmm. we can like learn a lot about our spouse in those moments when, they share their heart and what's exciting them and what they're passionate about. And yeah,
1: when you just make space for that opportunity, cause it's easy to just get busy with all of the things or to just be tired by the end of the day and just want to relax and not talk and watch a show or whatever, but knowing like every Sunday, this is what we're expecting. So we know, like, we're not gonna, we're not expecting to just sit down and um, decompress in in front of a show or something. But we know, like, hey, we're gonna take some time and have have a chat. Um, well,
0: and like you said, most weeks it's like ten to twenty minutes. Yeah. And yesterday it was like an hour and twenty minutes. You know, so. It just varies depending on what you need to talk through and we had a lot of stuff we needed to plan and yeah. we were actually like in the meeting, like like you would do in a normal business meeting, we're like, Oh, hey, you know, we wanna have these people over, let's figure out this day and like we would text them mm-hmm. and like you know, wait for them to confirm and then we put on yeah. the calendar and so it allowed us to to kind of actually do planning and so vision statement mission um, having a weekly rhythm, things that you want to accomplish, like, uh, check-ins on a weekly basis, or, you know, all businesses, churches, organizations of all types have all of these things in place. And they, they all have a direction they're moving and they move with, um, hopefully if they've done it well, they move with, like speed and intentionality. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why is this not something that is done in the family? In fact, like God gave us a mission when he first cast a vision for the family, um, told us to, to go and do some stuff and to,
1: well, and yeah, more. um, yeah. Why would you not have your family be like this place where you are most intentional about, planning and forecasting and all of that.
0: Yeah. Cause really like those are just vision things. They're vision mm-hmm. tools. And so it's like, let's execute. So that's why we do it. Um, we honestly, like for many years, we just like Justine said earlier, we drifted, we we were doing good things. We were experiencing some fun stuff and we were doing a lot of what God called us to, but it was just, it was not as purposeful, it was not as fulfilling, um, it was not as intentional as what we're doing now, and life is so much better now, um, it's just, it is, we have so much clarity and peace and direction, and, um, these are tiny, simple changes, um, that you can make, and so, uh, would you just encourage you guys, um, small changes, implement one thing, like our rule is like one new thing a week, just kind of like, don't try to change your whole life in one week, one new thing, try it out, iterate on it, you don't have to do what we do, do something similar, do something a little different, like, but make it your own, make it work for you the way it's supposed to work, and to take you in the direction it's supposed to take you, um, so that you can get out of it what your family needs and what your marriage needs. Yeah. So if you guys want to learn more about family mission statements, you want to learn more about the path that we would suggest for how to approach this stuff a little bit more. We have some resources on our website, chrisandjustine.com that's a N D Chrisandjustine.com. and Um, and right about the middle of the first page, uh, you'll find a start here button, um, with the three simple steps, for how to uh, start to make some of these changes in your marriage and in your family. And I promise they will be um, nothing but fruitful for you if you really are intentional and you start small and you iterate and you make it your own and you make it work for you. So we're thankful that you guys are listening. If you enjoyed this, uh, we'd love it if you'd share it with a friend, um, pass it on to a family member, just text it to somebody. And if you have been listening for a while and you are... Um, enjoying uh, the stuff that we're sharing and the content that we're uh, putting out. We really enjoy it, and we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. Um, You can just scroll down and tap the stars, and we would really appreciate it. We uh, love you guys, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.